Hi, cacao lovers. This is Daisy, and welcome to part three on the fermentation series with Max and Elvi. Hope you enjoy. So, what about when? Um, for, so, moving from the fermentation boxes to the drying beds, how much cacao do we put into one fermentation box? And when we translate that to the drying beds, how much is distributed in the system that that Max was explaining? Uh, every fermentation box have a capacity of 600 uh, kg fresh kg and then it's equal to 260 uh, dry beans but this 600 fresh cocoa bean we distribute in the in the dryer but each dryer have the capacity the capaci- capacity of uh, nine uh, fermentation boxes equal to 5,400 uh, kilograms of fresh cocoa bean. It means it's in the total, this is equal to 2.4 metric ton average dry. after dry. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. after dry. And this is the standard, but yes. of course, if we want to do something particular but having a thicker layer we put a bit more or a bit less yes exactly Mm -hmm. so here we have to have in consideration uh, traceability Ah, yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) the the magic world the magic world no this is actually part of our of our dna the 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 one of the reasons why (laughs) we are controlling the fermentation and the drying in this one facility is precisely the, the the traceability, which means being able to identify the cacao from its arrival Orange. at the fermentation center, then the creation of the batch. We create the batch with a special code, so it gets a name and a, a, an owner and, and the recipe. And then all along the process, every person responsible for every step has to input data to our traceability system about that batch. So Elvi creates the the batch with an origin in mind, a certification in mind, a preparation type of preparation in mind. Then he creates that and gives it a number. Then the person responsible for fermentation takes the same book, says, okay, this is Elvi recipe for client X. So what I have to do is ferment four days in, in the wooden boxes, turning twice. And he inputs all the data of temperature and of mixing of that specific batch in our traceability system. Then when it's over, it handed, hands over the cacao to the person responsible for drying. The person responsible says, okay, this is Elvis recipe number four for client X. It has to be dried in dryer number 44 for six days until the humidity is, let's say, 10%. And then it has to be finished with the drum dryers with a steam injection. Yes. Um, and again, has to input how many times it was it, it, it was mixed, by whom, how, how, how long it took, and what, was the weather, what were the weather conditions during the five or six days of drying. So all this goes to our database, and we are able to identify and to, to trace and to track all the, the process from the very... Uh, from the very from farmer the, yes. who produced it, mm-hmm. all along the process to the, up to the to exportation. The yeah, for who brought it in. Yeah, and we are very jealous with our yeah. fermentation, with our software. We created it ourselves internally. 
we are very jealous about it. And it works because it was tailored and made for cacao. It's not something that was adapted from the banking or from lean hogs mm. or to doing other stuff. Yes. And then, okay, it's, uh, it, it can be adapted to cacao. No, this system is an SQL-based a, a, a structured query a language a, a database, and it was programmed by us internally. Yes, this, this is one of the our our more strange of our system because this was created for ours and also created by our need according to our needs. Yes, yeah. because also um, Max is the the main person in the in the creation of this software of production because uh, in the first when we start our process we don't know what to do because if you manage this uh, amount of cocoa in excel it's total, diff total in excel difficult excel is nice is because you can write but the problem with excel is that you cannot ask, ask excel questions no, no, or draw no, no. any inference yes it's difficult total it, difficult it, it it cannot be interrogated it doesn't tell you anything mm -hmm. you can have to look for it and you can yes. so no what happened is was uh, the, that word traceability was becoming fashionable it was back in 2007 or something like that and i said listen i asked the uh, a hector to finance it to go to a software house and to do it. And he said, no, no, no. We are not going to any software house because then that would mean to reveal all that we know about cacao. So no software house, no software, no programming, no nothing. But I knew we couldn't work with Excel anymore. It was becoming a headache. Controlling every single batch with an Excel sheet. You remember that? That was something exactly. crazy. At the end of the year, we had we had like a, a two thousand Excel sheets. And once you have two thousand Excel sheets, how how do you know what to do with those? It's impossible. <laughs> they they don't they don't talk to you the Excel sheet. Now now we can. So what I did was okay. Our, our I know software. very little about programmation languages and so forth. So I have to go to school. We have to do it ourselves. And I went to programming schools. I went to, to a school in Avenida Sarasota. And my teacher of C++, <laughs> which was the language that was being used, was Mr. Carvajal. And I said, uh, he asked me, what do you want to do? I want to do something, I told him, uh, about animals. <laughs> because because we, are, we are actually breeding uh, cows. And they go undergo different process because I didn't want to reveal my game to him. I didn't know him, that teacher. And it was a private class. So I went like for six months and one, it, this teacher told me, are you sure that you want, really want to do this database about cows? Because it's very strange. All this <laughs> drying and fermenting that you're talking about, it doesn't, it doesn't, I come from, from Colombia. We don't dry cows there. And I said, listen, and I said, listen, it's about cacao. But then, if I tell you anything more, after we finished, <laughs> either I hire you or I have to kill you. <laughs> so you have to come to work with us. So the core, the core of the program actually was done during my, my, my classes with him. I learned a little bit about databases, C++, and all these, these things. And then I hired Mr. Kavahau, who stayed there and perfected the entire thing for a couple of years. Then he was old. I think he was 75, 77 years old. His mind was not working in the same smooth manner as it was at the beginning. And then we formed, we created another 
another person who is still with us and very good IT person, and he, she programs very well. And she has been able to add a few more modules about the final drying, for example, the exportation and the transformation into chocolates. Yes. So now we have a module of chocolate which is connected to, to, to the core database. Now we, we cannot work without, uh, with this system. Now we have become, no, no. we loved it. No, we love no. it, huh? Yes. We cannot, we cannot work. <laughs> we cannot work Because without it's difficult. <laughs> Total difficult. Okay, so back to drying. How do we know when it's, when we're ready to go to the next phase? Is it something visual? Is it the humidity levels going down? How do we know when, it, when we're ready to take the next step? Okay, when the cook having more than five days or between five to six days in the dryer, one person go to each dryer with the moisture equipment. Oh, we call Dicky John. This is the mark of the, our equipment. Then two times a day, exactly 10, between 10 to 10.30 in the morning and also 3 and 3.30 in the afternoon. Then immediately the humidity or moisture content having to between 7.23 to 7.5, it already um, list to taking from the our dryer and transport to the pulmon or directly to the factory. And then when the cocoa is um, after he other the this cocoa is already drier than one a group of the person uh, retire the cocoa and put in the white boxes for transporting to our intermediate place we call pulmon and uh, keeping in this place during two or three days after the quality department it say it cocoa it's already to shipping cleaning and shipping and how do we transport that from the drying beds to uh, the pulmon, a, a, to the it's a triage sort of selection area. It's a very ingenious system. We actually use the same box as we use for fermentation, but put on a trolley underneath the, the, the drying beds. So we lift one of the plastic tiles and we just push the cacao through that hole and it falls Uh, into these these big boxes which are in the trolley underneath. These big boxes with the trolley then are, are taken out of the dryer and the forklifts catches them and piles them in the famous pulmon, which which means a lung. So, yes, it's very easy and very quick. Very easy and very efficient. little la efficient and very little labor involved. Yes. Because, well, okay, we didn't touch, it's not the subject of this podcast, but part of the certification is also uh, the labor laws, and people are not allowed to lift more, I think, than 50 kilos. Yes. But this, all this operation is very uh, accommodating, accommodating to the to the moment because we need to, to take in all our cocoa from the dryer before to fermentation process, it's ready to, to fill up again. And then we need to, to have a group of persons uh, working about to two hours less or before the fermentation process for cleaning a space and, and removing the cocoa uh, for, again, uh, put the new batch production or new, or new table of fresh cocoa being to dry again. Yeah, no time to waste for the fluidity of the... Yes. 
Oh, the entire process. So yeah, have. The, the, I have to say the flow is very efficient. It, it yes, always amazes me when I, when I visit really the Super the quick. Yes. It took us a lot of years yeah. to learn about this. It's almost like machines are doing it, but yes. not yet. Especially in the, <laughs> in the high harvest moments between the April to July. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's next in the process after... After the drying, the, after the there is a drying, another part of the drying. There's another part. There's which drying, is the final, part two. the touch-up, the final, final drying. Sometimes cacao is still eight, nine, nine and a half percent, and you have to bring it down to seven, seven and a half. Moisture. So, so moisture or humidity, yes. So we have drum dryers. These, imagine big drums made of stainless steel. And the heating element is a radiator, a heat exchanger, which is heated by steam. So absolutely no smell, no nothing. Fresh air comes from outside the radiator. It is pushed through the radiator. It is heated by, by the steam. And then it goes and it invests the entire, the entire mass of, of cacao in a drum, perforated drum, which turns at one turn every three or four minutes. So very, very, very slowly and gently. It is kept there for a few hours until the temperature, until the moisture uh, gets to 7%. And it is unloaded and through conveyor belts is go to the final cleaning, which is another rotating drum with uh, uh, perforated holes so that the, the beans that are uh, below a certain a certain dimensions are separated and those on the right the right size are uh, driven to the other uh, to the to the other side of, of of the drum and then put into bags so this cacao is very very clean super clean yes very clean super clean it is over clean I would say because at the end of the year we still get uh, something close to 150 tons of broken beans because it ha it is handled so many times that this cleaning is it, it, okay it is gentle but it breaks some beans so we we also export or use for other purposes mm -hmm. broken beans which are actually basically nibs and then we store and export our amazing products Yes, we export to other fellow chocolate lovers, to chocolate makers, and to ourselves, to Cacao <laughs> USA. Yes. So, I want to thank Elvi and Max so much for answering all of my questions. Thank you, everyone, for paying attention. And uh, we don't just love to ask questions. We love getting questions, too, from our fellow chocolate makers. So, follow us on social media. We are at cacao underscore USA. Or email us at info at kahkow.com. Cacao is a one-stop shop for chocolate makers and chocolate lovers looking for the finest ingredients for their creations. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye.